Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. <laughs> I can't handle the silence. Especially since you were looking at me all crazy. Yes, we decided to mix things up, I guess. Yeah, well, I just had to do it. Anyway, okay. welcome back to the podcast. I'm Alexa. Taylor! I'm Chaz. Yep. It's all backwards this week. I know. I'm still in the middle, so yeah. yep. that's the same. <laughs> Riley's doing assignments. Ashley's with family for Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving is tomorrow. At the time of recording, recording. yeah. yeah. So happy, happy Thanksgiving. Black, yeah, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving and uh, happy Black Friday for those of you that are out there celebrating shopping. I will be at work. Yeah. Telling people, no, we're out of that product. Leave me alone while smiling <laughs> ever so joyfully. I drove past your work today, actually. Yeah? I was like, I was with my stepmom, and I was like, I'm pretty sure Chaz works there, but I don't actually know. Yeah, if you go to Costco, like, it's like yeah, next to okay, where I work. Yeah, okay, so yeah, that is, yep. that is where I was. Yep, I work in the building right next door, and uh, I'm very happy and mean to people at the same time without <laughs> them realizing it. It's so much fun. What a fun time. Yeah, let me speak to your manager. Okay, go ahead. Huh? You're not going to go get them? No. You can find them yourself. <laughs> yep. It's fun, though. Because it's a job that I don't need. I'm just doing it for fun. Yeah. So, news, news. this week. Yes. Huge news. Huge news. You all probably know the news we're talking about by now. Uh, we did a, I did a small five-minute segment yeah. of the news. So. Yeah. Basically, Bob Chapek is out, and Bob Iger is back in. Oh, so exciting. I know. And Bob Iger's already making moves and oh, yeah. doing things that are appropriate for a Disney CEO. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. He said some things. Oh, um, a source said some things to Wall Street Journal. Let me look at the... Let me go get my phone. Yeah, he uh, he's already been back in the parks. Wow. Handshaking hands. I've seen videos of that. I love that. Um, he, got a good PR he canned people that uh, Bob Chapik had as their right hand man and uh, got rid of entire divisions that didn't need to be. And then he said a lot of interesting things to the Wall Street Journal, or at least a source did. Yeah. But it sounds like basically he's trying to restore the soul of the company and make that's, it... Yeah, that's kind of what my dad said. Make it more uh, aimed at the parks and make it more aimed at... Well, not necessarily just aimed at the parks, but aimed at the end-user experience rather than digital media like uh, Bobby Paychecks was trying to do. Yeah. Yeah, Chaz and I were talking about that earlier this week, how the parks really impact how much people want to involve themselves in, like, Disney Plus and, like, the merchandise. Because, right. like, you go and experience the magic in the parks, and then it leads you to want to buy all the merch and want to go see all the movies and then watch them at home. So it just is, a like, really a domino effect if you're supporting the park then it really leads to all these other things and mm -hmm. so much more revenue. I think Chris from Provost Park Pass really did a really good um, top, or discussion on that topic of how the parks are like the, the spearhead of getting you mm -hmm. into, and if you have a bad experience, how you just don't want to go get more money. Right. Mm -hmm. So anyway, Alexa has the... Oh yeah, the Wall Street Journal article. So um, there's like bullet points of things that the source said. So... 
Um, they said Mr. Iger wanted to delay any COVID-related staff cuts until the CARES Act, a massive spending bill meant to blunt the pandemic's economic em- impact, this is was back signed in, into law. This is back in 2020 when Bob had stepped yes. down as CEO but was still When president. Iger stepped down as CEO. Yeah. So it's both Bob's. So yeah. Yeah. When, when Iger stepped down as CEO but remained president and was bought, butting heads with Bob Chappick. Yes. Um... That way, laid-off Disney employees could take advantage of its pr- protections. Mr. Chapek wanted to move more quickly on the layoffs. Mr. Iger overruled Mr. Chapek and convinced the board that it was better to wait. Mr. Chapek was infuriated and complained to deputies he was being undermined from the minute he was promoted. Mr. Iger, who had said the he would focus on creative work as an executive chairman, was interfering in day-to-day matters that were supposed to be the CEO's domain, which we're like, okay, but this is, <laughs> this is people's for good livelihoods, here. right? Like, like mm-hmm. grateful for your intervention, though. Yeah, like, he intervened in an area that Bob Chapik obviously screwed up. Well, was going to hurt people. Yeah, like, literally, like could have been homeless people. Like, like yeah. looking at all the things that have come out after him stepping down it's clear he did not have the best interest of his employees at heart nor his customers he wanted to put money in his pockets and he didn't care who he hurt to do so right that's why he earned the nickname bobby paychecks Mm -hmm. yeah like i'm fine with ceos making money i'm fine with them quote unquote robbing me blind (laughs) if the product is okay like what I'm expecting. But if you're giving me a subpar product, I'm not going to be happy about it. Right. And that's like what Bobby Paychecks was doing is, and it, it hurt his employees as well. Like you could see the experience of the cast members. Right. They weren't happy. Right. And I can't wait to go back to the parks and see like in a, in about a month or so and just see how much has changed because you know, it's going to, it might not yet, but it's going to. Right. Mm -hmm. There's also, there's four more bullet points. That was the longest one. Oof. But it says, since leaving the company altogether last year, Mr. Iger has been known to dominate lunch conversations around Los Angeles with talk about how he thinks Mr. Chapek is taking Disney in the wrong direction. And then the next one says, Mr. Iger also felt that Mr. Chapek was too responsive to changes in Disney's share price. Mr. Iger was alarmed by increases in prices at Disney theme parks that Mr. Chapek argued would boost revenue and limit overcrowding. And then this last one says, in quotes, he's killing the soul of the company. Mr. Iger told more than one confidant. And I agree. Like, right? It, it was still Disney, but like you could feel it dying as mm-hmm. you're there. You know, the, the magic was still there because it is Disney, but you could feel it dying. Like, right. and it, it really stems from the the cast experience. Like, if they're not happy, then it's not going to go well in the parks. Right. And, like, overcrowding, getting unhappy guests is going to lead to unhappy cast members. Mm-hmm. And just nobody's happy. It's a company based on happiness. And if you're selling happiness, what are you doing? For real. For real. Yeah. Money can't buy happiness unless you're at Disney. Yeah, the entire like the entire idea of Disney is happiness. Right. Like, 
You should be happy while you're at Disneyland. You should be happy working at Disneyland. You should be happy eating at Disneyland. You should be happy watching a Disney movie. You should be happy booting up Disney+. Plus. Right. And so many times, it just kind of wasn't quite so there. for a really long time. Yeah. And, um... It, it, granted, it is a multi-billion dollar corporation, but... That's not what it's supposed to feel like. That's what the magic of Disney is. Is like you get this multi-billion-dollar corporation that makes you happy. Right. That's the, that's what it was founded on. This whole this whole thing. Yeah. It it was like Walt wanted to give people happiness and create dreams and mm-hmm. make dreams a reality. And like Disneyland is not made for just kids. It's made for adults because adults have dreams and they want happiness and mm-hmm. like. Yes, they're the ones that have the money in their pockets, but it's also aimed at children as well. Right. I, like, well, it's supposed to be for both. That yeah, was what a, the whole idea what was. Walt thought of on the Griffith Park bench in yeah. L.A., like, that it was built for kids and adults. Yeah, like, he enjoyed watching his kids on the carousel, but boy, would he enjoy, you know, doing Being something the with them. Yeah. I have one more thing. All it's right. not another bullet point, but it's... I'll show you. But it's the Madame Leota tombstone but it's oh. bob chapek's face and it says it says here's bob chapek a man who loved his paycheck but as ceo he just had to go <laughs> <laughs> i love all the uh the haunted memes. mansion correlation and memes <laughs> that uh are connected to bob chapek because he only lasted 999 days as a no ceo way. yeah yeah they fired him on his 999th day or he wow. quote unquote resigned that is so funny. So, there's a lot of memes out there see, about that. I did see a meme. I didn't get it, but that makes more sense. It yeah. was 999, then I said, I guess there's not room for one more. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he got laid off or, you know, he was talking about having mass layoffs, and uh, turns out the mass layoff was his. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... It's a big paycheck they don't have to pay now. I yeah. mean, they'll pay I mean, it to Iger, they, they they ended up Well, so they General ended up, I think, I saw the package that he ended up uh, walking out with was $20 million. Holy his. mackerel. Right? But uh, Bob Iger, if you haven't seen his um, package that he signed on for, he has a base salary of $1 million with a potential of another million dollars on top of that, so $2 million, and an incentive-based or a... Uh, performance-based incentive package up to 24 million he can max out what at 24 the heck so when, difference is that that's so bizarre when he left disney when he retired as ceo his last paycheck before he did the freeze was 48 million wow so there's something something in that neighborhood so, so he's taking paying, about why are they paying him so much less because he agreed to less because oh. he's doing this basically to save, help the company. Like, I hope that money goes back to that, and especially to cast members. I yeah. hope they start paying cast members like more. Like when, um, when the pandemic started, you know, he put a, a pay freeze on all of the C or all of the executives because they have right. money. So he's right. he's viewing it as why take money when the lower level yeah, needs it so more than me. Money yeah. But, but still, that it, is it's just it's kind of like a an Eisner move. If if Eisner was around today as a CEO, I feel like that's something he would do. Yeah. Like he. 
Eisner deserves so much better. My God. He he takes a lot of flack, and I've I've dished my fair share of flack at Eisner yeah. because I don't agree with the way he did it, but I understand why he did what he did. Right. Okay. But Eisner was trying to save the company and doing everything he could to still give you a product and save money. Yeah. And that seems what Eisner's doing in a different way right now. Mm-hmm. You mean Iger? Yes, said I said Eisner. Eisner again. Yeah, Iger. It seems Dude, like it's, it's what hard. Iger is doing in a different way. Yeah. So they're both trying to save the company financially, but in different ways. Where yeah. Bobby Paychecks was like, hey, we're going to drive our our revenue through the roof, mm-hmm. but our profits are going to be subterranean. Right. How do you have record revenue and operate at a loss? Right. I think it was I the second know. quarter of this year. They had record revenue, and they had a $2 billion loss. Yeah. That's insane. That's crazy. That means you're charging people through the nose and spending money like crazy and not really making anything of it. Right. <laughs> it's a, It was a lot of gaslighting from him. It was yeah. very, like, even Disney Genie... Plus, people are, like, not super into it, never really have been. Nobody's ever been, yeah. like, it made our whole trip. I've never heard anybody say that. It was mm-hmm. always, like, that was not worth it, or we waited in such a long line anyway, blah, blah, blah. But it was always, people love Genie Plus. Like, yeah. It's, it, it's so, when in reality, it's so people successful, were, blah, 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 which I'm, like, I've never heard of a positive yeah, experience. When it. in reality, it was something that, like, he shoehorned in there so it was almost necessary to even do anything. Right. You know, like, if you go and stand in line at Soranover, California, right. you know, the standby line says it's 90 minutes, but then you're st- you're standing in the lightning lane when you paid for a lightning lane and you're mm-hmm. there for an hour mm-hmm. and then you come out and the person that you saw at the door waiting to get into the building is still at the door waiting to get in the building in the standby line because that line hasn't moved at all. Right. Like, that's like, insane. The li- the lightning lane would sometimes be longer than the actual standby lane, which is crazy. Yeah. And also, coming from a person who has to use the disability line, some and I know that you do too, Chaz. Yeah. But um, when it's really hot outside, I can pass out in the heat. And so if it's really hot outside and I have to wait in this lightning lane line that's longer than the standby, I'm just SOL at that point. Like, or I could be passing out and then they could have a lawsuit. Like, not like I'm necessarily going to sue or anything, but like, if like they have situations like that where it's like, this is not, this is a problem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like the whole reason for this disability pass is to be um, compliant with disabilities and then when you shove them in the same line as somebody who's, you, you, you know, paying to, to skip the line, but you shove them in that same line and you inflate that line to an astronomical amount, right. it's like, what's the and point? The, the thing is, the people who are paying to skip the line, they yeah. deserve to not, to be able to skip the line. They, oh, spent, yeah. they spent that money. That, that's my point, is like... Not neither one of these groups should be sitting like because if you're using the disability pass, you've sat and waited your like you you schedule a time to come back and you go sit someplace that you know is 
like in the air conditioning for Alexa or right. out of the heat because she can pass out. And then you come to the line expecting to be able to go right in mm-hmm. and you're standing there for another hour. Or you've paid money to expect to be able to just go right on the ride mm-hmm. and you're standing there waiting an hour. Right. Why did I pay $20 to go on Rise of Resistance right. when now I'm standing here for an hour and a half? And then Rise of the Resistance breaks down. Yeah, and then you don't even get your money back. You get a multi-experience lightning lane for someplace else. Where you you probably go stand in line for another hour. Yeah. Yeah, So you spent an hour and a half waiting in line at Rise of the Resistance after paying 20 bucks, And then you end up riding the Matterhorn with the multi-experience pass because it's the only thing that's actually operating. Yeah, well, Matterhorn's great. (laughs) Yeah, so... That was a joke. I mean, it is. Um... It's not. It's not twenty dollar. Well, neither is Rise of Resistance, to be honest. Yeah. It's awesome, but you don't need. You don't. Okay. It's that's a different high horse that I don't want to hop on right now. Yeah, that's but, a different discussion for a different day. Yes. But um, do you remember when <laughs> we were in line for Splash Mountain at Disney World? And yeah. It was like super hot, and we were we were in the disability line, but. You guys were, like, fanning me. Like, we were sweating, and I was like, yo, I'm struggling. I was in my wheelchair, and I was like, we are, we were going on Splash Mountain for that reason. So I could cool down, and we were, like, struggling, man. Like, people, I don't know. There wasn't even any shade. No. I've been tempted, off topic. I mean, I'm just going, I'm just, I'm just Stream of consciousness. Yes. Yeah. I've been thinking about doing a, like, YouTube series, not a series, I guess, a YouTube video or a TikTok series where we do, where we have two different groups. One has disability and one is, like, regular standby. We have a list of things to do and try and do it in the same order. Yeah. But, um, and see if disability is really worth taking advantage of as long as... Like, because people are like, you're just trying to get more done. You're trying to, you're lying about your disability, stuff like that. I've, I've dealt with a lot of that on the TikTok comments. Yeah. And um, especially when I had my Inside the Magic drama go down. We don't speak that name in this house. We don't speak that name. The <laughs> ITM. The ITM drama. But um, where people were like... These are the same kind of people that do their dis- that are lying about disability and stuff, which I which they didn't even mention that I need to use disability and stuff. Yeah. But if I feel like if they did know that, people would lose their freaking minds. But mm. it, I'm I don't know. It's just it's bizarre to me that people would. I mean, I'm sure people would do that, but I would imagine that it would even out. Because that's the that's the point of it. Because yeah. you're still waiting the same amount of time. Yeah. It's just that you get to wait like in an air conditioning thing or like for me I Or away from stimulation. Right. Whatever mm. you need to um the whatever the reason, like it it just doesn't it doesn't change anything and so I would like it to be if I did do that it would be to show that it's not worth taking advantage of or lying about if you need. Yeah. If you or if you feel like it, if you need it, then that's what that's what you need. That's what you need to do. So I thought about that, but that was off topic. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think uh, bullet point or uh, to wrap up this segment is yay, Bob Iger is back. Mm-hmm. 
that's 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 the long and short of it is uh yeah. bob Iger is back and people are happy and hopefully we continue to be happy and it continues down a road and as a course correction right yeah. So, and he's only back. Uh, he signed his contract for two years. Yeah, so he's only back for two years. So potentially he back. might only be taking $2 million total. That's crazy. Or potentially taking at most $48 million, Right. Which That's is, crazy. Yeah. So we are going to wrap up this segment. We will be back on the other side. Taylor has a Christmas movie recommendation that she wants to talk about that we watched recently. So we'll see you on the other side. Welcome back from the break, everyone. Hello. Like well, we, I'm still here, too. Like we said beforehand, Taylor has a movie recommendation she would like to... Maybe not a recommendation as much as a movie she'd like to talk about. Yeah, uh, so the movie's called Christmas Magic. Nope. What? I thought that's the name of it. <laughs> Try again. That's the only one I know of. <laughs> one magic Christmas. Oh, <laughs> she was so I'm confident. So, I was so confident. So confident. One magic Christmas. Yep, from 1985. So this actually started out like super, super cute. Um, just not not to spoil anything, um, but you know, it's about this lady who is not very much into the Christmas spirit. She's very like bah humbug. Um, but then has some experiences that make her realize, like, the true meaning of Christmas um, and all that. Um, it does get a little intense, like, midway through the movie. So, like, at the beginning of the movie, I was like, oh, like, I wonder why this Christmas movie isn't talked about more. And, and I'm then, sitting there deviously on the couch just gritting, like, I know exactly why this isn't played much oh, more. <laughs> and then you get to, like, the middle point and it gets really intense and it's like, Oh, that's why. But it's a really good one regardless. We'll, we'll, we'll fill you in off, off mic what happens. But basically what it's about is a Christmas angel is sent. Like, there's Christmas angels are, are you required. you filming me or something? No. You look like you were <laughs> filming me. <laughs> Christmas angels are required every, every year by Santa Claus to fulfill an assignment. And okay. this Christmas angel named Gideon is given the assignment to... Try to make uh, Ginny Granger, who's the main character, the mom, try to make her have the Christmas spirit because she won't even say Merry Christmas to anyone anymore. And she she does work at a grocery store. Yeah, so she, she works at a grocery store. Um, and like they're moving out of their house because her husband was laid off, and yeah, like so she just doesn't have the Christmas spirit, and he's wanting to open a bike shop and make bikes and like work for himself and. It's uh -huh. very, like, American dream. Yeah. And, like, they have two kids. Um, the little girl is so Oh, she's cute. the most she adorable. She the cutest thing. Yeah. Uh -huh. Abby is the little girl who... She's the one that has the major interactions with getting the Christmas angel. And then uh, there's uh, Cal, who's mm -hmm. the brother. And he's a little spitfire as well. But, like, he just basically is, like, the tattletale older brother about Abby. And Abby's, like... Mm -hmm. Just adorable in the movie. Mm -hmm. um, and there's also uh, Gideon is played by Harry Dean Stanton, which I, a lot of people, I guess, won't recognize the name. But um, he's in the Green Mile. He was Toot Toot in the Green Mile. Again, I guess if people won't know that. But, like, he was in a bunch of movies. He Once you see him, you're like, oh, I know that guy. Ah. 
he's he's that that kind of actor where like once you see him you're like oh I know him from this this and this and this. Right. Um, and another interesting thing is this whole movie is based off of the idea of like lack of faith in Christmas or Christmas spirit yeah, yeah. or doubt or disbelief in Santa Claus. And uh, Ginny Granger, the mom, is the one that suffers from this doubt. She also is in another Christmas movie about doubt and all that. She is an elf. She's the mom in Elf, whose husband is Buddy's that's dad. Funny because that's so funny because when you said it's about doubt and stuff, I was I literally was about to be like like Elf, but then I was like, yeah, she's eh. in Elf as well. She played the mom <laughs> in Elf, related, but apparently it is related. Yeah. So That's funny. I, I I really enjoy it, but there's some dark parts of the movie where you're just like, oof, ooh, that hit hard. Ooh, fun. So, Taylor, would you like to continue to expound upon it or? No, I would I would just say if you do end up watching it, like the little girls' phrases every now and then just make the movie like they're just so fun. Like they're just exactly what you would imagine a little kid to like just randomly say all of a sudden. <laughs> so it was just really funny to listen to all of that. Right. Yeah. yeah. And this was back in nineteen eighty five, so she's no longer a little girl. Yeah. <laughs> but in the movie she is yeah. a little girl. <laughs> she's uh played by Elizabeth uh Harnois. Who's in like CSI and um, a bunch of other stuff? Uh, Cupid, Christmas Cupid, Christmas Cupid's Arrow, which I think is a Lifetime movie. Oh. Um, but yeah, she's played Morgan Brody in CSI, opposite Ted Danson. So mm. that's that's the the actress that is the little girl. Cool. And funny thing about that, that she's opposite Ted Danson, is Ted Danson's actually married to Mary Steenburgen, who is Ginny Granger. Wow, this was this whole, is full circle. For, full circle. Didn't you say while we were watching that um, that actress, that was her first... Yeah, it was her first uh, theatrical appearance. Yeah. Her first That's credit. Fun. That's fun. So, but we'll have to fill uh, Alexa in off mic because it's... It's just that kind of. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it because, like, it. Yeah, it was it's like spoiling for sure. Yeah, I don't want to spoil spoil it because it it like, like I was shouting at the TV like, no, why is this happening to you? Like, like I was really upset, and I just feel like everybody should kind of experience that throughout the movie themselves. Yeah. Um. So I don't want to spoil it. Like she had another one of those experiences today watching The Great Mouse Detective, where she was like. No! That can't happen! That did, did... Did you see that coming? Yes, I saw that coming. It's a heartbreaking <laughs> movie. That's a heartbreaking movie. So, we had a lot of fun watching uh, movies this week. We are almost through the 80s. We watched... Four. Four, four movies. Four. four Disney movies we this week. Black Cauldron. Yeah. Mm. Which is a weird one. For yeah, sure. that one's weird. I don't. I don't love that one. I Me felt neither. like there was way too much happening. Like I didn't get like have enough time to really connect with the characters that they were introducing. So that one was a little tough to like get through. See, um, I love the Black Cauldron, but that's because I know how it is. You know the books too, though, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, so the Black Cauldron is based off of a book series, and it's two of three books in the book series crammed into one movie so that's why it's kind of like 
so much going quickly where you're like, I I don't know what's happening. But it's so fun. I loved it. Yeah, I think there's a lot of cute characters in it, but yeah. like I think the movie would have benefited from probably at least two because there's just so much happening. So all funny, the time. funny thing about that is Disney has re-required the book or the film rights to the books uh, as of I think 2019. Oh. So we could keep our fingers crossed for a Black Cauldron too. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Do we want a Black Cauldron two or just a remake? That splits. Maybe a trilogy. Two. Yeah, a trilogy. Yeah. Ah. So Alexa had another Christmas thing that she wanted to talk about. Yeah. An so, observation of a Christmas movie. So it's not that. Have you been watching the Santa Clauses? We no. have not yet. I, I thought that was the case. We haven't watched Disenchanted either. I haven't watched slacking. Disenchanted either, which we have to watch. But yeah. um, to, to be honest, we started watching Wednesday on Netflix, um, and that's awesome. I don't know what that is. It's Wednesday. It's a, Wednesday a TV Adams. show about Wednesday Adams, Wednesday Adams yes. uh, played by Jenna Ortega. She does phenomenal. That's awesome. Like, it's a Tim Burton um, production yeah. and direction. So yeah. he he let her play with the character, and it is so good. Mm-hmm. Like I enjoyed it so far. So yeah. we haven't finished it yet, yeah, so I can't. We literally it's not a only watched one episode, and I was like, "Oh, I'm so into this." Yeah. Oh, good. If you were a fan of Sabrina the Teenage Witch Netflix series, mm. it has a similar um, aesthetic and feel, but definitely more um, kooky. Interesting. Altogether uh. spooky. <laughs> yes. Um, but it's it's really enjoyable so far. So. Yeah, cool. Um, anyway, back to yes. the Santa Clauses. I actually haven't watched the third episode yet. I think it was out today, but which I will probably go home and watch it now. Because you gotta get your Bernard fix. Yeah, no. he wasn't in the first two episodes. They mentioned him. The lame sauce. Yes, I know. So it's the whole reason Alexa's watching. Yes, the, I, it is her childhood but, crush. <laughs> my first love. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, he is supposed to be in it though. He was in the trailer, and I'm yeah. super excited. Um, the show itself, though, they're t- it seems like they're trying to retcon a lot of stuff, which is great. And uh, be like, they're kind of trying to explain the like why the elves weren't like super upset when there was a new Santa Claus. Like, what happened to the other guy? Like, was there a Mrs. Claus? Like, stuff like that that they uh, like didn't really answer in the first couple movies okay so that's exciting but the the vibe and the like aesthetic of it doesn't look the same to me it's like it's different it's like and i don't know how to feel about it do you think it's because it it was produced as a tv show rather than a movie yes but it's like it looks too bright that's that's the thing it looks like i'm like is it because it's like a newer show but it's like like more modern, I guess. They, but it they took like the Santa Claus three and like dialed up the brightness. Yes, it's yes. Really, and it's almost it looks too fake. Yeah, and like I remember watching Santa Claus three in theaters, so like Me it's too. not that old. I remember being upset because Bernard's not in it, and they did not mention him not one bit. Yeah, I was upset. <laughs> Curtis was the head elf. <laughs> no hate to Curtis, but you're not my first love. Sorry you're not Bernard. It. You're not Bernard, but 
Um, hopefully he's in this one. They did mention him in, like, the first or second episode they mentioned him. So, um, well, so my theory is, and I, I'm, I'm not spoiling anything because this is my theory, but, um, so we know that it's that Santa Claus is going to retire, so he's, like, passing the torch. Scott Calvin. Yeah. Yes, Scott Calvin. He's retiring, he's passing the torch, kind of doing something, um, something else like and so um so my theory is that the reason that bernard's not there is that he retired and that's why he's aged so i wonder Uh. yeah and then i'm wondering if they'll do that with like curtis and judy like all these other elves that aren't still there that have retired yeah that have retired and then now they're aging okay so that's my theory and that's my hope that's a good theory we will We'll start watching and, and uh, see if yeah. we agree with you. Yeah, probably this weekend. We don't have yeah. a ton of plans, so... I have cool. to work it's... on Friday because, you know, retail. Right. Yeah. But I'm going to have fun with it. Yeah. You know, I'm mm-hmm. going to hide products from people and you'll be like... Oh, gosh, Chad. Oh, yeah, it's right here. Wow. <laughs> Make them ask for it and yeah. be nice. Chazzle dazzle, you need to stop it. As long as people are nice, I'm I'm fine. If they're mean, that's the ones I mess with. If you're mean I realize to retail associates, I will mess with you. I called Chaz Chazzle Dazzle when he... That's like his full name when he's in trouble. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> True story. It's on my birth certificate. <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> you just say your name is Charles. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's really Chazzle Dazzle. <laughs> Well, I think with that, we're going to wrap up for the evening and let you uh, enjoy your Christmas shopping. Um, Tis the season, I guess. So just uh, moral of the story is be nice to uh, retail associates so they'll be mean to you. But they'll probably be happy about it. And cast members and people. Be nice. That's that's the whole moral of the story is be nice or else you'll no longer be CEO of Disney and you get sent packing. People will make fun of you. <laughs> I know. I mean, he is. There'll be he tons gets so of memes. much hate, and I'm like, you gotta, you gotta be a better person. <laughs> like, that's why. I thought I was gonna feel bad about it, but I don't. That's the thing. Because like everything that's come out about it, I just don't feel bad about it for right. him. Right. It just like doesn't he seem like asked he had, for it. He did not have the best interests at heart for the company, but especially the people, the guests. Yeah. The the people. The, the people. The cast mm-hmm. members. Like, oy. Yeah. So, well, with that being said, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, reach out to us at any of our social medias. It's at DSP Podcast, literally on everything Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. And then DSP Podcast at gmail.com is our email. It's probably the easiest way to get a hold of us, but. Reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, with that being said, see you real soon. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah.